0: Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works Podcast, where we'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 132, The Brake Pad Copper Controversy and Solution. Ooh. <laughs> I'm sure most people have no idea what this is going to be talking about, but uh, just a quick background information, uh, which will be talked about in the article. But basically, in the past, there was copper as part of the composition of brake pad material, fr- uh, friction material, and they realized it was causing a problem with uh, in in certain uh, bays, mostly San Francisco, as a per, per as a for instance, the West Coast really started having problems with the West Coast of the United States. And they were wondering, well, where's the copper coming from? And they finally figured out that it was uh, brake pad dust from cars that eventually, of course, makes its its way into the ocean. So this is an article that's going to talk about that. There's some background information and and what the industry has done as far as trying to get away from, you know, reducing or eliminating copper in the uh, mixtures of the uh, friction material that they put on brake pads. So... Uh, this is an article I'm going to be reading verbatim. It's from a trade magazine called Break and Front End, and the author is Andrew Markell. Uh, he's, he does a real good article. Uh, like I say, I'll be reading it word for word. Um, in the meantime, just uh, again, quick, quick commercial. If you want to get a hold of me via email, it's uh, bkpodcast5 at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also. Uh, If you want to check out the actual main homepage of the podcast, it's through pod, boy, podbean.com. Just do a search for Brad Kyle's Motorworks Podcast. And I appreciate it. If if you look on the upper right-hand corner of that main uh, page there, you'll see a, a link that says Become a Patron. If you click on that, uh... you can do a donation to the uh... this make a subscription uh... to the podcast which i'd appreciate it's five dollars a month you can do less you can do more um, what does that get you well besides helping out the podcast as far as the expense of doing it and ongoing training and all of that um, the main thing is that i've taken about about a dozen of the podcasts from the past and i made them only available through by paying for the subscription And again, it's something you can do at one time and and download them all, and and there you are. You've paid for them. But these particular podcasts I've picked are ones that if you apply the information that I provide you, I'm sure there's there's no doubt in my mind that over your car ownership life that uh, you could save yourself thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars, and hopefully quite a bit of frustration as well. So I think the information that I uh you know provide on those specific podcasts is is valuable and again if you apply it, i think you're you know going to save yourself some time and money so in that case let's get to this one again uh, the brake pad controversy and solution it all started with a salmon that could not find their way back to their spawning grounds on the west coast biologists knew that part of a fish's homing instinct came down to smell and not gps The biologists realized that copper in the water could short circuit this critical sense fish used to find home. Then they started to look at the entire ecosystem and began to see copper in plankton and up through the food chain. The source of the copper was a mystery at first. It was not leaking out of the ground or coming from house wiring. The scientists soon realized that the source was water runoff from the roads and the leading contributor was brake pads and shoes. Yet instead of overreacting and issuing strict bans of copper and friction materials, the environmental regulators worked with the brake industry to set new standards and laws. This new approach was in sharp contrast to other automotive regulatory initiatives that failed in the past due to heavy-handed governmental oversight that put the safety of consumers at risk as when the first asbestos bans were enacted. These previous bans left the brake industry scrambling for alternatives, caused truck trailers to become unstable, and even prompted the recall of the GM x car for rear brake problems. What they came up with was a timetable for the phasing in of new products that limited copper levels and other harmful ingredients and friction materials. They also came up with a regulatory structure that rewarded companies who complied with the new standards. While the initial focus was on the fish, It has made it safer for people who work on brakes and has given the aftermarket a new level of accountability long before scheduled mandates. The push for better better brake pads started in 1998 when the Brake Pad Partnership was formed in California. This is a collaborative group of brake manufacturers, environmentalists, stormwater management entities, and regulators that initially came together to understand the impact of brake pad wear debris on the environment. Before the partnership committed to investing significant state and private resources in technical studies, the Brake Manufacturers Council, now known as BMC, and its members agreed to introduce reformulated products within five years if the technical studies indicated that copper in brake pads was contributing significantly to water quality impairment. In 2007, the partnership completed a series of interlinked laboratory, environmental monitoring, and environmental modeling studies that indicated brake pads are a substantial contributor of copper and runoff to the San Francisco Bay. The recommendations and research of this partnership was served as the foundation of the Washington State law known as the Better Brake Law. If you are a shop owner or technician, you have already seen the three leaf symbol on the side of a box of brake Pads. The presence of the leaves and the number of solid leaves indicates the level of compliance and, most of all, accountability. The leaf mark laws require low copper pads to contain less than 5% copper by weight by 2021 and no copper pads to contain less than 0.5% copper by weight by 2023. Other metals and minerals that are also being phased out include antimony, asbestos, chromium, lead, mercury, and cadmium all of which can be toxic to humans. The reduction of these ingredients has been the focus of some older regulations but often fell short when it came to implementation and enforcement. Friction suppliers who sell brake pads in California and Washington now report the use of these metals in their products and label the compliance level of their products for consumers. Manufacturers, distributors, and shops have until 2025 to sell off existing inventory that does not comply with the new regulations. Under the LEAF law, friction formulations have to be tested and approved by a laboratory. The applications using this material must be submitted so the correct label can appear on the box. Along with manufacturing and distribution, the California and Washington state regulations target the installer not the most flattering term in the the law's language. This means a shop in these states could be fined $10,000 fine per violation if a non-approved brake pad is installed. However, these fines do not kick in until 2025. Most brake pads and shoe companies complied with these new regulations and changed their product lines nationally and worldwide. They did this because the law makes sense, and they did not want to have unique product lines for California and Washington state. So what about the salmon? It might be too soon to say if lower copper brake pads have improved the salmon population or spawning grounds. According to state agencies, while 2018 was a record year for salmon fishing in Alaska, other environmental factors are being blamed for smaller harvest and fish during recent harvests. But they are not blaming brake pads anymore. So I remember when this came out, and we were kind of going like, "Wow, really?" Because the original thought was is that they thought the copper was coming from roofing materials that were, that are normally used in that industry. Apparently, there's different things in whatever the you know the roofing material itself that they're making that has copper in it. And of course, they thought that it was when it would rain that the material, the copper, would come off the roof and obviously get in the street and get in the groundwater and eventually end up out in the ocean. But through studying and, and somehow measuring that they realized no the biggest problem as far as in you know that they could tell was from obviously copper and brake pads and, and brake shoes so the industry responded and um, you know as the article said it was one of the few times where industry and government got together and said look how can we solve this problem uh without becoming uh you know not bringing the hammer down on the industry and and making it something that that was impossible to do in some you know short timelines so um, it's been you know it's being taken care of and the newer pads are out there and uh, obviously um, you know that there's a point where the the older pads can't even be sold anymore so uh, it's quite possible yes it'll make brake pads a little bit more expensive but ultimately we're trying to obviously protect the environment and uh, the wildlife out there <clears throat> that we all have to live together so in any case that's that's it for that one uh appreciate your time and hopefully you found that enlightening uh again as uh, again if you want to get a hold of me through, via email it's bkpodcast5 at com. would really appreciate it if you check out the podbean.com my web page and uh would really appreciate it if you become a patron up to you obviously and uh, we kind of go from there so appreciate your time appreciate your listening uh, again I hope you found it uh, enlightening and increases your understanding of kind of some of the things that are going on with your car I uh, hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow thank you again thank you for listening to this episode it's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you I hope you found this of value please share it with family and friends Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.